Hi guys, this is Jess and it is 8.20 here right outside of Manhattan, 8.20 p.m. And welcome back to the Subconscious Exposed. So I'm going to try to be more consistent with my um, podcasts. I know that I've had big gaps just because there's just a lot kind of been going on in my life right now um nothing bad just been really busy and haven't been focusing as much on the podcast um you know as I mentioned last time you know I try to take a little different direction um this podcast was never supposed to really be about just like one thing it's a diary and for those of you who have ever had a diary um sometimes it kind of goes all over the place if you were to look at a diary that maybe you had written in 10 years ago and you're just reading it with like fresh eyes and fresh perspective it probably jumps around a lot right I mean, there might be some key themes, but all in all, uh, so many different things happen to you over the course of even the day. And when it's time to write it down, you become very laser focused. So at the moment, everything may seem very kind of cohesive, um, like there's a straight timeline. But looking back, you're like, whoa, wait, what happened? (laughs) So... Tonight, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, kind of like goals and things that you want to do for yourself that you're just not accomplishing. And I've spoken about this before, but I'm currently going through this right now. So I thought it would be relevant, especially as the weather is getting warmer here in the Northeast United States. Uh, So I have been wanting to slim down, been wanting to lose some weight. Um, I think right now, you know, I would love to lose like 10 pounds. I think I would be happy with 10 pounds, maybe 15, but 10 is probably more of my um, ultimate goal. And for myself, I know exactly what has worked in the past. Uh, There are two things that have worked for me. Number one is what is called the South Beach Diet. If you haven't heard of the South Beach Diet, it's pretty much a kind of low-carb, healthy protein kind of diet. There's stage one and stage two and stage three so stage one is two weeks and it's the most restrictive um and to be honest that's generally the only stage i've ever done (laughs) and i think i've done maybe it for two weeks right and then i i've ended um the diet So you might ask, why did I end so early? Did I just quit? Um, Did I just fall back into bad habits? Well, no, that wasn't really it. Um, To be honest, when I did it, I actually lost the weight I'd been wanting to lose very quickly. Uh, Usually in the first week, I would lose a great amount of weight. I think the first time I did it, 
Um, I lost eight pounds in one week. Um, and that's pretty much, you know, been the standard when I am very kind of like strict with it. Uh, the other thing, oh, and before I move on and, you know, it's very easy to do. You don't really need to buy the book, even though the book was incredibly interesting and, um, you know, the diet was created by a doctor who was trying to solve for um, an actual medical issue and, and came across this, and that's how it became a diet. Um, if you're interested, definitely suggest you check out the South Beach Diet book. You'll probably pick it up at your library so you don't have to spend any money, but you can also find the plans um, for free online. And no, this isn't sponsored. I'm not endorsing anything. I'm just kind of talking you through what kind of like weight loss plans have worked for me in the past the second isn't a diet um it's not a weight loss plan excuse me for yawning a bit tired um it's actually called the elimination diet so don't let the term diet fool you this is actually not meant for losing weight the purpose of this diet is to determine what foods you may have sensitivities to so of course everybody knows what an allergy is right you eat something your throat closes up or you break out in hives or itching nausea like that kind of stuff like um ensues but what sensitivities Sensitivities, I think, I mean, maybe lighter forms of that could happen, but it could result in like tiredness, it can change, like change your mood, you could become um, more depressed or you can become depressed, um, you could be uh, tired, um, you might get, you might get a rash, you might feel stressed, um, could cause your heart to race. So kind of like similar to allergies, but it would be things that may not necessarily be picked up in an allergy test. So what you're supposed to do there is at the beginning of the diet, you're supposed to eliminate the food groups that generally will trigger kind of like a sensitivity. And you do that, I want to say it's maybe for like 26 days or 28 days. And then you slowly introduce the food groups back into your diet one by one. Because by then, after that time period, all of the, um, I guess, bits of food and the things that uh, created the sensitivity would be out of your system. So when you start introducing them again, you will immediately feel the negative impact of something if you indeed have a sensitivity to it. Um, for interest, for instance, if you have a sensitivity to gluten, so you don't have celiac disease, but if you say eight eat a bagel you start feeling very tired or all of a sudden you're kind of being you know kind of snippy with people for no reason um like that could indicate that it has a sensitivity so once you start introducing the foods back and then you know you discover what makes you feel bad you can take action to 
um, start, you know, eliminating those foods out of your daily diet if you choose to do so. So when I've done that, um, which is what I tend to go to these days, because to be honest, I can kind of combine the South Beach diet and elimination diet together. Um, you know, still lose a good amount of weight in, uh, like the first week or so. Um, and I probably, I should note, I am not by any means overweight. I have a healthy, um, I'm at a healthy weight for my height. Um, my BMI is, you know, within healthy range. Uh, I work out multiple times a week. I do cardio and strength training. It's really just my my eating habits. Like, I, it's funny. People tend to think I'm a healthy eater, and I tend to think I'm an atrocious eater. Um, I <laughs> I just have whatever I want, which is not necessarily good. So, as I mentioned previously, I know exactly what I need to do, and I just have not been doing it. I will kind of prepare myself, um, cook myself really healthy meals. Like this week, I baked some flounder, I roasted some um, asparagus, absolutely delicious. But I went out to dinner last night and had a burger and fries, which completely (laughs) is against like any kind of you know healthy eating diet even though I only eat half the meal um and they eat the other half today so I split it up so it's probably not um as bad in terms of calorie content but if you think about like saturated fat and probably you know like the processed carbs and all of that it's just not a healthy choice so why am I wanting to have like a specific goal um but acting in a manner that is completely the opposite of what I want has this ever happened to you where you're doing this so I think there's a couple of things to consider um some may be applicable to my personal situation um some could be applicable to past situations or just people in general who are not meeting their goals so the first thing is is your goal like actually reasonable and attainable if you do a goal that's just so far-fetched that you feel exhausted even thinking about it you're probably going to end up either quitting very early or sabotaging yourself um number two are you setting this goal for yourself or are you setting it up for somebody else now I am under the opinion that if you're trying to like lose weight um, for someone else or to gain the approval of someone else, you are more likely to fail than if you are truly doing it for yourself. And pretty sure that there's articles online that that actually um, backs that up because I've read them. And I think that for my situation, you know, in the past, I've wanted to lose weight for various reasons, none of which were because of me, is because of what I felt weight loss would do for me. Like maybe something in my life would be different, right? Um, And 
you know that that's not really a good thing like weight loss and goals in general should be about you and for you to make you happy right so then all right so that's the first thing um who you make your goals for now the next thing and i've read some things online um about this as well and i don't this i don't think it really applies to me um but it could apply to you so it could be fear so fear that actually accomplishing your goal won't have the big positive impact that you imagine it to have so then you keep sabotaging yourself so then you don't have to kind of like face that when it happens has that ever happened to you have you has that ever crossed your mind like you're gonna put all this work in and then you're not actually going to kind of like reap any rewards for it it's just gonna kind of go like unnoticed have you ever sabotaged yourself because of that again i know i know it's uh it sounds kind of far-fetched but maybe think about some things in your life that you know you've tried to accomplish and just you kept sabotaging yourself and then the third thing is that you know maybe you just aren't ready for this type of change and that's okay a lot of times when you have these big goals it also means preparing yourself in some way a lot of times it could be mentally because it would really make you well it will cause you to need to have a change in behavior and if you're not mentally prepared for that it's not going to happen And then the last thing is that this big goal that you've been beating yourself up for not actually making progress towards, maybe, just maybe you didn't really want it in the first place. You know, sometimes when we set goals, it's really, like I said, um, either for other people or what other people think that you should be doing and it's not necessarily for yourself. So for me, I think I'm more in the camp where I am just not like prepared for it. I think in the past, when I've been really successful with this goal, I've done a lot of research, I've printed out things, I made up meal plans, and I was completely set. And I think I may have even made sure that I didn't have any of the kind of like um, um, do not eat list foods in my apartment which hasn't really been happening now like I'll bring in one thing I'll bring in another thing next thing you know I'm just eating normally (laughs) but I'll say that my workouts have been a lot more consistent lately so at least that part which is supposedly you know is the hardest part for a lot of people you know getting up to actually go to the gym has been going well so once I make this change and I'm you know kind of mentally prepared um hopefully like you'll be hearing back that I've actually accomplished my goal 
And when I do, notice I said when, not if, but when I do, I'll definitely share it with you. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this quick podcast. I hope that you learned something. I would definitely love to hear from you. Love to hear if you are currently working on being a healthier you or if you're working on some big goals to be a better you. I would love to hear. Um, If you're on Anchor, please drop me a note. I would definitely love to hear from you. But I hope that you all have a good night and you enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks. Bye.